The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. The Explorers podcast is sponsored by RM Capital, a provider of specialist small to mid-cap corporate advisory and boutique wealth management services. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perrow columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Now, the fall in the gold price to below US $1,800 an ounce has put the pressure on gold equities in recent months. That is despite a $0.72 cent dollar, meaning that the Aussie gold price of $2,430 an ounce is as good as the industry could really hope for. On that basis, Garen Perrow reckons that the sell-off in gold equities is good news and that value has returned to the sector. So watch out for value investing in coming months with or without gold getting back to over $1,800 an ounce. Now, against that backdrop, it will be companies with an active expiration program and the potential to add ounces to their story in the near term that can be expected to do best. We've got one of those today. It's the WA Gold Explorer Gateway Mining. It trades under the code GML or Golf Mike Lima. It last traded at 1.4 cents for a market cap of $27 million. The company is focused on its Skidgy project in the middle Murchison region of WA, where it has a 240,000 ounce existing resource across a couple of deposits, with plans to upgrade that number before the year is out, as well as adding in made resource estimates for other deposits in the project area. It also has a swag of AC drilling samples in the lab, which will firm up the next generation of targets for the company. Now we've got uh, Gateway's managing Managing Director, Mark Cossum, with us today. G'day, Mark. Welcome to the podcast. G'day, Barry. Thanks. Thanks for this. Mark, it would be great if we could start out perhaps, uh, I know Gateway's been around a while. I think you're, you've been uh, MD for a while. So it would be great if you could give uh, listeners a bit of a feel for your professional background up to this point. I'm a geologist by profession, Barry, and, and pretty much um, spent the last, the majority of the last 25 years involved in the, the gold industry and in WA mainly. Just prior, I've been with Gateway since about this time in 2019, so just, just on two years. But prior to that, uh, spent about nine years at Doré Minerals, um, which is a pretty exciting time. was part of the team almost from the very beginning when there was only three of us and then mm-hmm. grew it into, uh, built a couple of gold, found a couple of gold mines, built them, and then with the takeover of Silver Lake uh, back in uh, 2019. Prior to Doré, I was with one of the big South African miners, Harmony Gold, uh, for about 10 years. Right. And that was majority in Kalgoorlie, uh, South Cal Mines here in Kalgoorlie, and then spent a couple of years up in PNG as well, flying around in helicopters up there and working on some pretty big deposits. So that was that was good experience. And survived to tell the tale. Yeah, no, it's, uh, well, there's some hairy stories from up there. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, gave me some perspective and, and, and really made me appreciate coming back to the WA Exploration um, scene and, and uh, the, the WA gold industry, which is you know just fantastic. So, yep, come back and uh, loved it ever since. Be great if you could uh, give listeners a bit of a background on the Gitchy project. It's uh, had production history in the nineties, I think, and the, that pathway that led up to that initial resource base of uh, two hundred forty thousand ounces across the Montague and Whistler deposits. And while 
while along that sort of line, the uh, the company mentions this uh, cracking of the code in regards to the Montague Granodiorite Dome. And if you could just explain what's, uh, what the company means by that. Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, the, the, the Gigi projects, um, Gateway sort of had a bit of an involvement there over the last 15-odd years, but really it was um, a few tenements that uh, Gateway was, a, was an East Coast-focused company, uh, had mo- most of its projects, Queensland, New South Wales and, and, and Gigi. These tenements were like the, uh, the token WA project, if you like. But a major change sort of occurred about, about three years ago. Um, the company was was reset and, and refocused on, on WA gold exploration and the opportunity was seen for these Gigi tenements and, and there was a, a chance there to expand that, that land holding and um, that's, what, uh, that's, what, that's what occurred. Um, and really the other projects that were in, in, in Gateway at the time have been divested over, over the last couple of years and, and now our sole focus is on Gigi where we've got about 1,000 square kilometres of, of tenure covering the, the Gum Creek Greenstone Belt and and our ground, um, you know, really, it was mined as you mentioned back. There was an area mined back in the the late nineteen eighties, early nineteen nineties, by Herald Resources. There was five little open pits mined there, um, mainly oxide pits, and those pits were were focused on pretty much where the old workings were. And so um, Herald mined there for a few years, uh, pulled out one hundred and fifty odd thousand ounces, and then and then moved on down to sandstone and. And, and really nothing much has happened since then at, at Gigi, to be honest. there's Most of the exploration that occurred was, you know, sort of drilling under the old pits and the like. And, and as I mentioned, when Gateway reset itself in 2017, it, it come back and, and, and saw the opportunity at, at Gigi there and, um, and that there was a real, 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 uh, real juicy part of WA's gold fields to be explored and an opportunity that, that you know, doesn't come around that often these days. So... At Montague itself, the majority of those uh, or all those open pits that were mined previously are, are around the margin of this Montague granodiorite, as you mentioned before. And, and this is a bit of a, a, a typical WA goldfields geological setting, if you like, with this granodiorite intrusion and uh, gold forming on the margin. But really, what we saw over the last couple of years is that all this exploration under the around the, the old pits, but it was part of a bigger system. These deposits, you know, it wasn't just coincidence. They were all on the margin and there was a, a real opportunity there to, to explore it systematically. And, that, and that's what we've been doing over the last two years. And that's starting to explore around, further around the margin, away from these old, these old open pits, as well as the resources that are, that are underneath a couple of them, Whistler and Montague Boulder. Um, those, that's where the 240,000 ounces we have now sits. But uh, we saw this opportunity, the geology, was continuous. The, the the host structures was were continuous, and it was really just a matter of, of putting drill holes in the ground, and that's what we've been doing. And and you know over the last twelve to eighteen months, we've we've uh, had a, a lot of exciting results and and found some discoveries away from these historic mined areas, and and um, have been trying to to sort of. Uh, advance them and, and bring them into our resource statement. Now, you, the company has alerted the market to the fact that you're preparing a resource estimate updates for the two existing deposits and another three, Evermore, Achilles North and Airport? Yeah, that's right. So so we've we've uh, completed a, about 5,000 metres of RC drilling at Montague Boulder and that was really to, um, to firm up some of the higher grade areas of that resource and extend it along strike and and a little bit, a uh, little bit at depth. So we're, we're updating that resource and and uh, 
We've also generated a bit of new data at Whistler as well. So those two existing resources will be updated. But we're also, as you mentioned, completing maiden resource estimates on these these new discoveries. So Evermore, which is um, a pretty um, pretty exciting discovery from our point of view, in that we uh, we we had a had a theory that the geology of Montague Boulder continued. So we, we chased it out and we found Evermore about one and a half kilometres north of, of Montague Boulder. Um, brand new discovery um, within the same geological setting. So we've uh, completed about 11,000 metres of RC drilling there over the last 12 months. And we're just preparing that maiden resource estimate um, for Evermore. At, at Achilles North, that's, a, that's an oxide deposit, uh, a long strike of a historic pit that was mined called Rosie. Um, so basically back in 2019, early 2020, Gateway just drilled a long strike from this old pit um, and, you know, continued the, to show the mineralisation extended. Um, so, so Kelly's North's quite, uh, quite exciting. It's, it's sitting on um, granted mining lease. Uh, it's, it's oxide mineralisation. It basically starts almost from surface, just below the transported cover. And so far it's been defined over 400 metres and we're just at present drilling um, drilling another 200 metres along strike to the north at Achilles and we're, we're using that, that data to uh, complete a maiden resource estimate for this Achilles North. Airport is similar to Achilles. It's a uh, an oxide oxide deposit uh, a, a bit further to south, about, about a kilometre to the south. It was actually found by some work that Gateway did back in 2002, um, but the data is just sort of sat there and, and, and we uh, went back through and had a look and it's shallow, about 20 metres below surface. Um, it's about 150 metres along strike, but it's it's uh, got some really nice juicy grades there, you know, averaging up over sort of six, seven grams per tonne. So uh, it's a nice little sweetener that we'll, um, we'll uh, add into our overall resource upgrade. As we mentioned before, we're, we're going to announce in the December quarter of this year. Right, I was just going to ask, uh, so let's look out for before the uh, year is out. And airport, is there an airport there or are we talking a dirt strip and a tin shed? Not even the tin shed, there's the dirt strip, but um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's trumpeted up to be a bit more than what it is. Okay, now uh, you just touched there, uh, touched on um, a new program, 4,000 metres, designed to infill Achilles North and the northern extension of Evermore. Three-week program, any idea when you might see results from that flowing through? I mean, as you know, there's been sort of a bit of a uh, bit of press about the the current delays in assaying in WA, and and, and we're caught up in that. So mm. you know, we're seeing a little bit of an improvement, but but the reality is that there's a, a sort of six week, six to eight week turnaround on those assays. So we're currently in the middle of drilling it. Will be finished in about a week and a half's time, but we'll be hoping start seeing some results inside sort of four to six weeks um, from now. We had a an air core program we finished um, about about four weeks ago about twenty two thousand meters of air core drilling on some slightly earlier stage prospects in in the same area within within a couple of kilometers of these resources um, and we're we're awaiting those results as well they they they, uh, they should be hopefully coming through in the next next week or two. I was going to ask about that twenty two thousand meter uh, AC program. Targeting uh, several early stage targets, Plymouth was one that seemed to stand out. It's important, I guess, going forward that you have a next generation of targets. That's right, and that, that's part of our strategy at, at Gigi. Is you know we obviously have our resource areas, existing resources, and the new ones we're bringing along. But but really, it's it's maintaining this pipeline of 
of, of prospects, this pipeline of, uh, of deposits that we, we hope to add to our overall inventory you know, these sort of stepping stones, if you like, to, to building the, the resource base. So we do have to keep making sure we're, uh, we're, we're developing some of the earlier stage targets. So Plymouth, as you mentioned, that, was, that sits parallel to, to Montague, Boulder and Evermore. Mm-hmm. It's about, uh, about 600 metres to the west of them. It's a, a soil sampling anomaly. There's basically no drilling out that that part of the the project. So um, we've put a, a series of air core lines across that soil sampling anomaly to see what what's going on, and we're eagerly awaiting those results. It's nature of gold mining in uh, WA that uh, I think a lot of people assume that people go out and explore either they find a multi-million ounce deposit, single deposit, or they don't. The reality is that it's ex- more often than not it's a well, the pathway you're going down here that you come up with a, a collection, an array of deposits, and then you think about a central um, standalone milling option. Um, I was just wondering what stage are you, are you at in terms of development planning? I mean, where we are at the moment with those 240,000 ounces of, of current resources, uh, where, you know, as you mentioned, the nature of the mineralisation at Gigi, yes, it's 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 a... It's part of a big gold system, but but really what we're talking about is a series of these deposits um, as part of that system, and that, and that's what we're working through. We're we're aiming to uh, to keep building that resource base. Um, ultimately, we want to get the the overall project resource base up over a million ounces, and and really that's that's our that's our ultimate aim. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep advancing these various uh, these various stepping stones, as I mentioned before, to to keep building towards that overall million ounce resource base and 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 really that's the point where you know if you look at a, a typical WA gold operation as you mentioned it's a it's a um, most of them operate as a, as a series of of uh, satellite mines to a central processing facility and 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 we see that opportunity at at uh, Gigi ultimately to get um get a get a significant resource base there and then look to to develop and uh, and monetize the deposits the company's been very open about in inorganic growth opportunities and a willingness to be commercial. Um, what were you trying to tell investors there? Well, I guess if you look at the general area where we are in, in that part of WA, um, it's, uh, there's a, a number of different owners of, of, of various parts of the, uh, the greenstone belts in that, that middle part of the Murchison, sort of a, you know, north and south of Sandstone. And, and it's in, as, a, as, a, as a general area, it, it really has been forgotten about for a long time. A lot of activities happened out to the west of us around Mekathara, Mount Magnet, mm-hmm. with Romelius and Westgold emerging as the dominant landholders out there, and then out to the east of us with Waluna and and then the uh, the Bellevue story down and and and, and uh, Goldfields Agnew and Lawler's operations. So mm-hmm. where we are is is still at a, a, a less mature stage in terms of its overall um, consolidation, and we, and we see opportunity where we've We've established ourselves as a dominant landowner, and we're building that resource to make ourselves one of the dominant uh, uh, resource bases in in that region. And we can really capitalise on 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 other options in the area, which we could we could uh, roll into the overall um, project that we've already established. Well, I mentioned the gold price at the start and how it's uh, hit gold equities, but I was wondering, as a future producer, you'd be happy with two thousand four hundred dollar plus Aussie gold? Absolutely, it's you know one of the, the hard things as a as a junior explorer where you're not actually affected immediately mm. by the by the current gold price, um, mm-hmm. but you're obviously affected by the sentiment of it. Anyone who's been around gold mining 
for in WA for or in Australia for for a while and knows that at twenty four hundred dollars an ounce, I mean that's a, that's a fantastic price for an ounce of gold, and and um, you can do a lot with that. And so, you know, really the style of operation that you see in WA typically, you can make uh, you make a good margin on those sorts of gold prices. That's for sure. Now you've obviously got a bit of uh, work to do to uh, get the uh, updated. Uh resource estimates out and the new resource estimates out by the end of the year. I was just wondering what the cash position is like for the company. At the end of June, we had about $3.6 million in cash. And uh, we also, as part of that divestment strategy that we embarked on to, to focus ourselves on Gigi, we uh, have accumulated various sort of shareholdings in, in other ASX listed explorers. And, and, and that's quite a, a nice little sort of safety net, if you like, we've got behind us. It's currently about one and a half million dollars worth of shares sitting there as well. So, so we see, you know, we have the the resources to to fund our work programs through um, that we're, we're planning on doing. And um, yeah, look, uh, as you mentioned before, we've got the the news flow from the the resource upgrade, which is you know a pretty pretty big milestone for us towards the end of the year. But we've got those um, assays in the lab from the Air Corps program, which are which are going to be coming through soon and. And then the the assays from this current RC drilling as well. So we we see an opportunity there. We've got uh, you know ha- still have pretty steady news flow coming over the next uh, next coming month the coming months. One thing I'd note about the share register is a bit unusual for a, a company of uh, junior. Uh, you've got some uh, well Kerry Hermanis is there um, some and uh, Peter Langworthy a big investor two well known uh, WA mining uh, exploration identities. Um, so. Although I asked that question about cash, the results, uh, you come up with the results, you've uh, got a good uh, shareholder base there to uh, bring in more funds when required. Oh, absolutely. Our top 20 shareholders control about 40% of our register and, and they've been extremely supportive over the last number of years. Um, a lot of them, including Kerry and, 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 and Peter, were instrumental in that, in that reset of the company that I mentioned right. back in sort of 2018 and, and, and our, our top 20 has been really stable. And you know we've we've always when we've needed to you know those those uh, those major shareholders have always been really supportive of um, of the company and uh, and uh, when we've uh, gone to raise funds previously but yeah they're all uh, they've all bought into the strategy and they all they all see the uh, the potential in the project. All right, there we go, folks. Uh, interesting one, um, Mark. If you could just bring it all together for us and uh, tell us what investors should be looking out for before uh, the year is over. Yeah, well, I guess you know the real opportunity with with Gateway. Barry's, we've got a, a really significant land holding in this uh, Gum Creek Greenstone Belt, our Gigi project. We've got existing resources um, and we've got huge potential to add to the, that current 240,000 ounce resource base. In the, in the near term, we've got plenty of news flow coming through with air core drill results and RC drill results and this, this uh, resource upgrade that we've been working on in, um, in the December quarter. But beyond that, you know, the project itself, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a, a big pro- pipeline of targets that we'll keep working on and systematically exploring that project and keep adding to that resource base over time and, and the potential that we have in this project and having this, this, this dominant land holding in the part of, this part of WA is, is huge. And that's what we're really excited about is the, the, uh, the continuing exploration and additions to that resource base that we'll see over time. So there we go, folks, a uh, lightly capitalised uh, WA gold explorer. 
uh, strategic land holding, uh, resource updates on the way, plus untapped exploration episodes. So nice package. So, Mark, with that, thanks for your time today and uh, best wishes with it all. Thanks, Barry, and, uh, yeah, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. Cheers. This episode of the Explorers podcast was sponsored by RM Corporate Finance, an active participant in emerging companies around the globe.